This is CWTFB Radio. I am your host, Charlie Machine, always sponsored by Details Car Audio and Auto Detailing right on 925 Turnpike Street in Canton, Mass. Um, That's right on Route 138, man. Run up in there for all your detailing needs, interior, exterior, clay waxes, audio needs, car accessories, truck accessories, motorcycle accessories, series on some wild shit right now. My old man in there, man, he ain't too friendly, but if you let him know that Charlie sent you, man, he's going to take care of you looking clean, fresh, laced, and all of the above. If you need remote starters, we got that as well, man. Mm, it's cold out there. Yeah, you need that remote. Need that. It's 10 degrees on Friday, which is tomorrow. Today wow. is Thursday, January 28th. I got my right-hand man, Cash. Yep. What's good, Africa? K-A-S-H. No money, though. It's all borrowed from him. He got it. I ain't got no money, man. I ain't got no money, man. I ain't got no money because you know why? Why, man? GameStop. <laughs> GameStop violated. What you mean? Nah, the way I see they violated in a way like I can explain it is like robbing a dice game. It's like, okay. it's like they, brought the, they brought the dice. You was killing them over the head. Uh, bang, uh, bang, bang, bang. And then they was just like, give me the money. Give me the dice. And they just left. Yeah. 95% of that time, that dice game, that man don't make it out. At all. Spinal injuries, he's in a wheelchair, he dead. Other yeah. than that, yeah. Robin Hood yeah. could pull it off because yeah. it's a white-collar crime type. You, you know, know, but I'm not mad because people get knowledge, too. That's what I also meant on the other side. Like, people get game. Like, look at everybody talking about stocks, bro. You know what got me high about that, man? Because it's like, you know, they say the market is free until white men start losing money. <laughs> They're like, they like damn hemorrhaging money, bro. It was like, yeah, it's a free market. You know what I mean? Everybody can, everybody can eat. You know? Yeah, download that. Daryl, J- Jamal, Joffrey, everybody, everybody, everybody can eat. But then they're like, whoa, hold up, Clinton, Clinton is losing. Hold up, <laughs> slow the fuck up. And that's what All it right? was. The Saxons are losing, so the Africans gotta lose. So you know what I mean? So you know, I ain't like that. But you know what I mean? But other than that, man, how's your week been? been good man been chilling baby you know going yeah. through this seeing yeah. people who was like anti-vaccine yeah it was like yo yeah nah yo i ain't doing no vaccine you crazy how dare you get the vaccine you gonna get the vaccine i mean if if this becomes mandatory to me somehow i mean other than that i mean no i'm not i'm not, I'm not really for it how about you bro I'm, I'm not with the vaccine That's what I, mean. you know what I mean like you know i feel like i had the virus already i, I can't be sure you be, you always say but that I, I felt like i had it you think you wanted? I remember a, you last think you January. Let's just stop, bro. Like we did this last week. We're not doing this again. But last week, I mean, last January, 2020, I had a chronic cough. I don't know if you remember this. I was coughing for like a month and a half, bro. You also smoked cigarettes for 13 years and a but half. But you know what's funny? You know what's funny? <laughs> I stopped smoking cigarettes when I had you that had cough, cough, just to see if it was the cigarettes. I stopped smoking. You had any of those like? they say happens to you, you can't smell, you can't taste them. I didn't have no symptoms like that. But you. Had but I had cough. a chronic cough. I had no other symptoms, but I would not stop coughing. Bro. I believe you probably had it, my guy. And then, um, you know, we heard about the Wuhan joint, so, you know what I mean? But whatever. Either way, I yeah. feel like I'm immune. I mean, especially, you know, whatever. I just wanted... I just, you know what I want to address? What? No, no, no. You was going to say that. What you going to say? No, no, no. It wasn't important. I wanted to address that 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 thing that happened to Harlem, man. Um, You seen that lady that get attacked by those, by those little... Hood niggas at a corner store, a liquor store. She walked into a liquor store. She was buying some wine. Dude offered to buy it. She said, nah, I'm straight. She tries to leave. They whoop her ass, bro. 
they whoop her ass. And the reason why I want to uh, address it is because we always talk about, you know, the white on black crimes and things of that nature, man. But like, who's gonna protect the black women when it's not us? Nigga? You know what I'm saying? Like, we got we got to do that. We got to do that. Um, and it's that was- ongoing because that's it's crazy you say that because I was gonna bring up the the football player, the white boy. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, Ooh. he's white, so we expect that from white men. We don't, we don't expect anything better. I don't think white, black men, I mean, black women should be dating white men anyway, but that's just me. I mean, you know how I get down. You know I mean, I mean, me. like, I don't, I don't, no, 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 cheers, whatever, nigga. <laughs> you hit buttons for that? Yeah, fuck the niggas. I mean, I mean, look. Don't look the, at all women. At the end at the end of the day, like, I mean, he, that was, I hope he This gets, nigga said, oh, yo, you still alive? Oh. Right, right. Right. I hope she right. got siblings right. who gun tote, <laughs> blow guns. I hope he gets whatever the hell. Yeah, man, right? bury that. Bro. Like even after whatever. But um, we know he's not. We know he not getting locked up. We football. One more thing I want to talk about now. Nah, no today? sports. No sports today. No sports. Tom Brady's in Super Bowl. No sports. But I want to share a story with y'all. I want to share a story with y'all. Also, I seen something on, on, on Breakfast Club. You know I me, mean? Charlemagne. You know I love Charlemagne. Um, I'm at work. You know where I work at. I'm in the car business. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm at my desk, and yeah. my desk is right next to the service area. Little white girl, you know what I mean? Whatever. She on the phone. Mm. Somebody's calling her, and it sounds like somebody's trying to talk her into going to a funeral, right, from what I can hear. Mm. And she says, I'm not going to the funeral. I don't care if he's my cousin, right? And I'm like, all right, so now it's getting spicy. So now I'm listening. Now yeah, I got yeah, the yeah, now yeah, I got yeah. the satellites. Now you there for no reason. Now I'm like, all right. So now I'm like, I'm over here like Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't typing nothing. I ain't typing a damn thing. <laughs> I'll probably type my name like eight times, bro, right? No, and, and then, then well, you gotta look at the right, keyboard, but like, you got like, the eyes. Like, up, right, 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 right. <laughs> and then she goes, Look, I don't care. If he's my cousin, he raped me when I was little, and y'all tried to make it seem like I was wildin' for saying something about it, and he deserves to die. I'm assuming what happened oh, is what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> that complete silence, cause bro, she was the only one sitting in, in service. I mean, as you can tell, oh, it's yeah, COVID. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm sitting right there, and I'm like, wow. I'm like, okay. Now, yeah. I agree with that sentiment. I, I agree with her wholeheartedly. If somebody did something that traumatizing to anybody, I don't say that they deserve to die because nobody, we can't ever make that call. But in that case, yeah, he deserves to die. I like right? that. I like that. Um, <laughs> but um, we can't say that. So I seen. Don't edit that. Leave that. Nah, we leaving that in. Right, I seen something on, on, on Breakfast Club maybe like a day later. Whereas Piers Morgan, you know Piers Morgan on CNN? Sure. Piers Morgan, R.I.P. The late, great Larry King. Oh yeah, okay. One of the mother, yo, one of the motherfucking best ever. And interviewing, um, shout out to Larry King, man. I grew up on you, dog. You, you was old when I was born, so like it was, it was. Nigga, <laughs> old. You know Morgan I mean? Freeman, old. Um, word. <laughs> but anyway, Piers Morgan goes on 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 Twitter. And he tweets, uh, uh, hold on, I'll, I'll read it verbatim because I have it in here. He goes, uh, where's it at, 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 I can't I had it in here. This is why I had it in his lit. I never, Pierce Morgan, heard of him. I might have deleted it. Well, either way, I'm going to paraphrase it. Yeah. 
Piers Morgan says, uh, Larry King was a hero of mine until I took his spot at CNN and we had a falling out. Um, he said something about me being something like a mother-in-law. And he's like, he got married eight times. So we, he's a mother-in-law expert, right? <laughs> but nonetheless, he was a great broadcaster and a legend, right? Yeah. And, you know, Charlemagne brought it up. He was t- asking Envy, does beef last beyond beyond a death? Like, so like, and it reminded me of like old girl in, in, in the waiting room because it's like, you know, that beef was crazy, right? Yeah. Pierce Morgan and Larry, Larry King, it's not the same type of beef. Yeah. But if you had beef with somebody, yeah, would you let it go? But like, if they died, mm. would you sprinkle some salt on their name after they died? I mean, yeah, man, I guess, you know, naturally, 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 it's like, yeah, they died. But man, we didn't. I mean, I ain't we ain't like that nigga anyway. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right. like, he, I still got that, uh, you said his name, I got that, uh, my, he's dead? Mm, that sucks, but, uh, yeah. I guess I wouldn't rub salt in it, like, probably with you, I'd probably clown, yeah, we smoking on that mulligan pack. <laughs> yeah, that mulligan pack, right? Word, niggas is lit off but that mulligan pack. You know yeah. It's just like, it's just like, you know, it's not no real shit, you know, but, like, I can't. I don't like. I don't. I don't ever think anybody deserves to die. Like, right. Dude, fuck shit. Yeah, that's true. Right. And I think acts of violence should be brought upon them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like real acts of violence. Oh, where they want to die themselves. Right. You know what I mean? But to say somebody deserves to die, that's a little. It's a little much for me. It's a stretch. A little much. I mean, we said a lot of shit, but that's a little much, right? Deserve to die? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, don't fuck. be a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, I love Larry King, but fuck Mulligan, anybody who yeah, loves right, him. Yeah, like but we're going we gonna to bring, um, you know, our rolling. guest in this week. Yeah. We have somebody. We're going to take, first off, disclaimer, full disclaimer. This is not an artist, right? This is not an a R&B artist. Um, I don't know if she can sing. I don't know if she has any talent at all. Uh, yo, <laughs> she yo. can rap. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we come from the same type of place. Um, and people like this should be revered and people like this should be honored because they want to actually take control of their community. They want to do something. They want to make a difference and not a difference like us where we come up here and we just talk shit every single week. I'm talking about people who actually want to, um, you know, um, be in the front lines, you know, shake hands, kiss babies, literally, um, you know, actually steer, um, you know, generational curses away from what what the norm was and create new traditions, foundations, and, and, and things that we're always going to keep building off from generations to come, man. So this is somebody who's near and dear to me, you know what I mean? Because, you know, we have a, a, a mutual person in our lives who's near and dear to us, and she's running for city council in my district that I live in. I live in West Roxbury. Roxbury. The West Side. <laughs> so everybody <laughs> and anybody, put your hands together for Kendra Hicks. What's good, baby? And I am an artist, just not a musical. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> what kind of artist? What kind of artist? I make installation art, actually. What does that mean? Installations. They're. Um... Would you be like like installing like bios or like? Comcast? Wow. <laughs> um, installation <laughs> art is like art that, that um, t- 
talks to the world around us. And so it's okay. not like a painting okay. or, or like a sculpture, but yeah. it's more like installed in the natural world, whether it be like on the street or on the sidewalk, but it's okay. something that's more visible. That's dope. That's dope. Man. How long you been doing that? Um, I did my first solo project three years ago. I actually have a, a six page um, spread in the only contemporary art magazine in the city on my art. Really? Yeah. How did I miss that? <laughs> Real time. Well, shout out to you, Kenzie. I mean, like, let's clap it up. Let's clap it up. You know what I mean? No gunshots? So, tec- so technically, no so technically yes, I'm an artist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like yes, that. Yes, yes, I you're like an artist. That. You're an artist. So, Kendra, tell the people, for people who don't know who you are, yeah. let the people know who Kendra Hicks is, how you got here, and what made you want to run for um, City Council District 6. Hicks for District 6. <laughs> By the way, that I have flows. to thank my husband for the gift of that last name that rhymes some with the <laughs> district. Right. Um, I always tell people the institution of marriage did one thing right. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so yeah, my name is Kendra. I um, I'm running to represent District Six in Boston City Council. Okay. Why did I decide to run? And so I grew up in District Six. Mm. District Six is made up for people that don't know. It's made up of Jamaica Plain and West Roxbury. Okay. Um, but it also includes a little bit of back of the hill, and it includes Eggleston Square. Okay. Um, wow. Which is considered Roxbury, and right. I so I grew up in Eggleston Square. I grew up on Boylston Street. Oh. Gang, gang. Um, how they connect? <laughs> how they connect those? That's crazy. Actually, they're right next to each other. If you go geographically, ge- yeah, geographically, they're next. They're 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 next to each other. Yeah, if you think about it. If like, you go through the Jamaica Way yeah. and back through Faulkner Hospital, all of yeah. that is West Roxbury. Yeah. So it's right there. They're right next door to each other, and yeah. so Google includes- Earth shit. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And so it includes both of those neighborhoods, um, and it includes all the parks, you know, and it includes the Arboretum, okay, and it includes the train okay. stations and everything. And so for me, when I decided to run, we have had the same city councilor for 10 years yeah. in the district. And I think a lot of the people in the district thought that he was like a progressive yeah. and that his, va- you know, that we were being represented with people who, um, by people who had values that were the same as ours. But I think in the last few years, um, everybody kind of had like a collective reckoning. We were just like, oh no, actually, you know, we were start paying more attention to the votes and kind of like looking and realizing that we really weren't being being represented by somebody who really cared about what happened to the most vulnerable people in the district, in our right. community. Right. Um, and so for me, I think that I saw an opportunity to really lead and serve the people of that district and the people who have been really forgotten about for, for so long. Some would say for the, you know, the entire 10 years. Right. I think a lot of the things that people forget is that, you know, District 6 includes West Roxbury, but it also includes Bromley and it includes Mm. South Street. And Mm. so there is a big kind of like racial and class divide in the district. It's people who come from all different parts of life. And for a long time, you know, we've only had in the 40 plus years that this seat has existed in City Hall, we've only had one person from J.P., ever represent the district there's always been somebody from west roxbury ah that's interesting yeah and and we've never had a black person or a person of color represented the district mm, right in a neighborhood that includes eggleston square that includes bromley time that has the has highest it, concentration of dominicans in the city right like has nobody ever has been, ever has there ever been a woman the represent? person from jp who represented okay. the district was a woman yes okay. mm-hmm. and okay. she was she was also there in the seat for over 10 years and she um did a great job in the 90s and i think that you know, to say that there's never been a person of color to represent a district in the city of Boston, right? In a city like Boston. Where there's mad black yeah. people. Where there's, <laughs> that's, yeah. that, it's unconscionable. Yeah. But also what you see is that people who come from different neighborhoods, they have a different vantage point. Mm. They had a certain life, which means that they have certain personal experience. Right. They know certain things. Different networks. Uh, yeah, they have different networks. And so I think that 
it's not just about whether or not somebody from West Roxbury can represent the district is that a lot of people have, you know, when I always tell people, I'm like, you know, your viewpoint is just a, a view from your point, from right. wherever you're at. And right. so a lot of people just don't see a lot of the things that other people in the district are struggling with because it's just not their experience. Absolutely. And so we need to have somebody who does have that experience so that you can kind of like include um, all of those vantage points in the way that we do policy. Because right. city council ultimately is the legislative body of the city. We make the laws for the city. Okay. Because yeah. that, that just brings me all that. All that was good. And I loved all that. But... <laughs> To be honest with you, like I'm, I need politics 101. I okay. need like ground, Ask away. ground level. So council person, right? Yep. What does what does that mean? What does that person do? Great. So that's a great question. Yeah, Isn't that's a good question. Because you know what I mean, like yeah. look, 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 I, I look, I donated to the campaign. You know what I'm saying? I'll hold can the, I say that? Can I of say course. That? Can I say that? <laughs> yeah. I hold I the that, I hold the look, sign on look, the sidewalk. I'll be seeing all this. I'll do that. Don't ever let me be a politician, right? Because I'll remind niggas for what I did for them. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> and I wish I had a southern accent to like, hey, hey, girl. Don't, don't you forget about our little arrangement that we had. Now go on, girl. But anyway, uh, said, but, uh, uh, said every said every mayor of Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit>. Detroit. <laughs> Not Detroit. No, we're not bringing up good Detroit. people in Detroit. Not not good leadership. <laughs> but I but that's a good that. question because um, I, I don't think a lot of people understand what a city council actually does. And within Boston, there's how many districts? Before you answer that question, yeah. So city council has 13 city council members. Mm. It has four at large members, which means that they represent the entire city, and then it has one council person per each district. And there's nine. Okay. All right. Um, so 13. Is the only one that rhymes with machine. Okay. Machine for District 13. Babe, <laughs> listen to this. There, there is no My wife is 13. running. There's no now nah, there's no District 13? No, there's 13 city council. Oh. It only goes up, it only goes up to nine district. You don't really want to do this. Nigga shit. You get assassinated. Bro, you get assassinated quick. Council person, they don't want you there, bro. They kick you out of there, bro. All right, all right. So, Kendra, back to yeah, you. You be the lowest rank assassination of all. <laughs> I won't even have a funeral. Oh my God. You get a three gun salute. <laughs> there you go. They're going to cremate me in Mattapan Square. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, yo, all right, all right, all right, seriously. My question is dead serious because before yep. you answer it again, mm -hmm. I'd be in a room and everybody wants to talk politics, especially now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's super interested mm -hmm. and wants to talk about something yeah. that they don't know. So we all just throw, throw around everything that Google tells us, you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, so we don't have anybody directly, well, I don't until now this opportunity. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm taking this opportunity to ask you, yeah, you know, and that's the world, you know, so it's mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah. And so I think that that's that, that is a really good question because a lot of people don't know how it works. Like a lot of people don't you know, a lot of people will say, hey, we elected this person and they're not doing X, Y and Z or they haven't done anything, but don't necessarily understand what the mechanics of it are, like what it actually what decision making power the city council actually has. Right. And so Boston has a model kind of like a leadership model where it's called like a strong mayor uh, model. And what strong mayor means is that the mayor has a lot of power more power than the city he's council. The he's the king exactly. of the city. And so, you know, it's not like, oh, the mayor has power and then the city council is elected and we share that power. The mayor right. has more power than the city council. Mm. Uh, the mayor 
drafts the budget, sends the city council the budget. So, you know, I, I, I think that a budget is like a value statement. It says what we think is important. And so the city council, who's elected by the constituents of the city, really has no say um, in what's included in the budget. Or you either say it's the only vote that you have is whether you're passing the budget or you're saying no to the budget. Okay. And so there's not a lot of decision making power there in like what the city is spending their money on because we have a strong mayor model. Yeah. But there are some city councils now who are basically working on redoing the city charter. And so the city charter is like the constitution. So like how our country has a constitution, okay. the city of Boston has a constitution and it's okay. called the city charter. Okay. And so even though we are elected and we are the legislative body, like we're the people who are making the laws in the city, yeah. we make laws following the city charter, which right. is the okay. city constitution. And that is also like most things old as hell. <laughs> right, it needs to get updated. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and so can't even to, read the writer. You and so <laughs> it needs to get updated. There's a lot of work that needs to happen. Um, and so you know, city council, they have we have hearings. We can ask, invite people to hearings, ask them for for information, and pass laws okay. based on the information that we get, based on what we hear from from people. Oh, um, okay. And we include in addition to legislation resolutions are also a thing mm -hmm. resolutions are different than when you're making legislation because they don't really have any teeth like right. it's like you know we're making a resolution to call this day martin luther king day right. in the city of boston or to change it from columbus day to indigenous people's name right. and so it kind of like changes it but it's not it's not really it's just that the city a resolution is like the city is letting people know that they're supportive of this thing okay. like black it, lives matter it's like w. a value statement exactly right. like just letting right. y'all know where we stand right. so and and we do that also in collaboration with the state and so there's parameters that we follow that's the state law and what the state government is doing and there are things that state legislator has to make decisions on and so there's things that we have to like you know, punt to them okay. when we want to make decisions about the city. We got to, it has to escalate up. And so there's a lot of intricacies about how the decisions are made and how much there's a lot of political so. slang. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right, I was right, going right, to say, right, if you have questions about anything that she I just threw, said, she threw let some let slang in there. Right. I was like, let's, let's, let's do, you, do you have nah, anything nah, to pick I can't break that. that down. <laughs> <laughs> Look, for the people who understand what that means, y'all got that, right? right? Now, this is, this is, all right. So, you know, we're a, predominantly a, a music podcast of course right? yeah yeah and um you know coming from where we come from mm -hmm. i know music was probably a big part of your yeah, life yeah it was right huge predominantly hip-hop and r&b mm -hmm, music mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. um do you see any correlations with that world hip-hop r&b mm -hmm. and local politics yeah I, I see a lot of correlations i think this is one of the things that i the story that i tell people about how i came into kind of like my political identity like when i started learning about the issues of the world right. was really through hip-hop mm. right when i was i was somebody who grew up running the streets just like most people did gang, gang. in my neighborhood <laughs> and i was blessed to have a lot of mentors who even though i was kind of like straddling the fence in terms of you know which direction i was going to go they saw something in me and right. so they wanted to invest in me and they wanted to make sure that i was going in the right direction and so one of the ways that one of my mentors did that is that he gifted me this book and it was called Can't Stop, Won't Stop, The History of the Hip Hop Generation, right? Yeah. And I, they gave me that book when I was probably 16. Yeah. And so uh, up at this time, I've always been super into hip hop. Like I was like really underground. Which favorite rapper? I was like of a super purist. Oh, come on, man. My favorite rapper of all time. I wasn't ready for that question. I should have been ready for that. Yeah, you, that, was, that was, <laughs> I should have came ready with that. That's a real Give her one. time. Give her time. Nah. Yeah. Let, let, let her circle back. Four. Three. Two. What? Damn. 
That's hard. It's a hard question. It's a hard question. You got There's a lot. There's a lot to consider right, when making going. that decision. But in any case, that's a hard um, question. To answer, I'll answer before no, I leave. Not. I got to think about it a little bit. Um, this is why though it's hard for me around rap because a lot of I was when I started really listening to hip hop, I was like a purist. Like okay. I was like everything underground, mm-hmm. everything. You know what I mean? Every yes, yeah. that was it. I can recite Most I depth. can recite Nas's albums front to back. Like okay. I thought that that you know like that was my thing. Yeah. I don't believe that anymore. I don't think that there's no such thing as a, like purity when it comes to hip hop. Nas's first album that's is the Bible. That's, an Bible that's another argument. That is. That is an argument that we that's can have. Argument. But I think that because hip hop is a tool that's been used by black and brown people to tell the story of their struggle, I don't think that anybody can dictate how anybody tells their story. Mm, so whether enough. or not it has, you know, a trap beat or a boom bap beat or whether or not people are saying this or whether or not it's rhythmic or whether or not it's like rap rap. Right. You, you, I don't think that people have the right to kind of dictate rap, rap, rap. <laughs> how people tell their story because that's ultimately what hip hop was created for. It was for people to tell their story about how how that's they came true. up I like in their that. life. But I ain't gotta like it. No, you don't gotta. You don't gotta <laughs> listen to it. That's different. That's your taste. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't yeah, gotta. Yeah, you don't gotta yeah, have yeah, the yeah, taste yeah. for that kind of music. But I don't knock anybody who does anything. That's their right. way. That's fair. But ultimately, up until I was maybe like a junior in high school. I thought I was gonna go to school to be a music producer. Wow, that's interesting. I that's all. I studied it. I follow producers. All I listened to was Jay Dilla. I can tell you Jay a big, Dilla. recognize wow. it. Like I was like, yeah. I was That's into it. Great, I was like knee deep, <laughs> knee deep. I thought that I was going to go to school and yeah. study audio engineering and I was going to be a producer. Wow. That's what I thought I was going to do. Um, and so that's something to me that really politicized me though, because when I read that book about how hip hop was born in the Bronx, right. it really talked about the social conditions, right. right? It talked about the political conditions in the neighborhood right. that made it so that people needed to create this right. yeah. in order to survive, right. to have an outlet, to Absolutely. do X, Y, and Z. And so then I was like, oh, okay, hold on, wait a second. The stuff that's happening here in Eggleston Square is happening everywhere. Very synonymous yeah. to a it's, lot of Exactly. Places, I'm right. like, this thing happens everywhere, meaning that it's not just my own personal experience but it's a systemic experience of everybody because of what's been done to our neighborhoods, the resources that have or haven't been put into our neighborhoods, how our schools are, and, you know, like a million other things. Mm. Uh, and so for me, hip-hop is really interconnected to politics in that way mm. because if you listen to it, it's telling you the problems. It's Absolutely. naming to you, it's giving to you what the, it's giving you the mandate. These yeah. are the issues in our community. And if you're listening to it as a politician, you say, okay, <laughs> this is real. what people are experiencing. Now, what can we do on this end, on the political end, to create policy and to create laws that create different conditions for other people? Right. So that maybe you're listening to rap 20 years from now and people are not rapping about the same stuff that they were rapping about in the 80s. Right. right? right. Like, that's that's right. the goal. We want people to have different right. experiences and have different lives, better lives. And it started before the 80s, man. Yeah, like, of course. Like you, what, what year did the message come out? Don't. Push us, cause we're close Se- late seventies. Oh, 79, late I 70, yeah, yeah, late seventies. It 70s. might have been early mm-hmm. 80s, but that was one of the first like insights um, to the hood. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. from 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 people from the hood, right? Broken you know, glass you said, you said the message, I everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean, like he was, he, yeah, like he was dead ass explaining it. So it was, it's crazy edge, when right? you break it down like that. And that's, that just takes a different mind, I feel like, to think about it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I ain't never... I mean, we just think... I listen to rap and listen to gangster rap, and I love it. And I'm like, it's I love this shit. They're killing each other. You know what I mean? But yeah, but why, do you, love each it? Other, but why yeah. do you love it, though? It's relatable. If, yeah. you, if you experience that you life, or the people around you experience that life, then you feel like, oh, 
I can relate to this thing that people are saying. It's not necessarily right. because you want people in your neighborhood to be killing each other. Yeah, <laughs> it's because true, it's true. telling a story. It's talking true, about true. things that you that you can relate to. Right. And so I think that a lot of people get it messed up when we talk about hip hop in that way because they're just like, how can you listen to that music? But they don't right. understand that the birth of the genre was really an outlet, an artistic outlet, and a creation of people's pain, struggle, and so outcry. therefore all of the lyrics are going to be about that thing and mm. they've remained that way since the since the inception since hip-hop's inception right and so we got to look at it from that way it's like if you don't want people to rap about that kind of stuff then we should do some work so that people don't live those kind of lives she right. killed that shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that shit damn <laughs> so before you were kendra hicks you yeah. were kendra lara lara yeah Lara. Lara. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dominican heritage. Yes. When you were a child, you were in JP. Yeah. Um, Aren't they all? No, I'm just... Just <laughs> 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 way, I love my Dominicans in JP, but That's it's... Right. That's it's true. probably That's they true. probably get shipped out. Rent so, probably going up. I was, I was actually I was actually born in the Bronx though. Oh, BX! Okay. Wow, yeah, yeah. how how charmingly, <laughs> how charmingly stereotypical. You, very stereotypical. You live on stereotypes. Right. Yeah, it I is. Do. That's very stereotypical. Very stereotypical. My yeah. fa- my family was like, no, big city, a little bit too dangerous. They thought that Boston was like a suburb. You know, they thought it was safer than the Bronx. Yeah, but we moved here in '89, and it yeah. wasn't. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right. it wasn't. Those God times. Uh, right, yeah. Right, right. So some of my family moved to New Bedford. They came to Boston. They were like, "Oh no, this is not actually any better than the Bronx." Right. And then they left to New Bedford, and a lot of my family has been in New Bedford for like 20 plus years. Okay. Okay. But um, my siblings, my family, and I, we stayed in JP. Right. JP. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, back to the correlations with with um, you know, music. Um, before we move on, um. You know, your husband is a musician. He is, right? Yeah. He does rap. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, do you feel like the type of music that, you know, he co-signs and creates mm-hmm. is, is a direct depiction of what you want to do politically? Is a depiction of what I want to do politically? No. Yeah. No, not at all. No, but I do. But I think, you know, based on what I said earlier, it's the things that I need to listen to in terms of like people's experiences. Right. But also I think I don't need to listen to it for people's experience because that was my experience. Like I don't right. need to, <laughs> you know, I say this for people who are kind of like looking from the outside in. Right. The stuff that my husband rapped, my husband and I actually met in middle school. Wow. We met oh, wow. at the Curly. That's amazing. NJP. Like that's that. cute, man. <laughs> that's fucking Curly. You ain't gonna clap for that, nigga? Oh, yeah. Fuck, nah, I was thinking we need like a cute drop. <laughs> like, like a, a cute violin drop. drop. We don't yeah. have that. We don't have that. A heart, heart emoji. Because that's for one episode, bro. You're Stop right. It. We have rappers. Up here. I gang, know. gang. I know. <laughs> you <a> gunshot, right? <laughs> He's like, yo, how dare you? But nah, so that's dope. we met when we were really young. And so my husband and I had a same similar upbringing. You right. know what I mean? Like we grew up kind of like in the same thing. And so when I hear his music, we obviously, my husband is not living. I'm running for office. Right. We're like professionals. Like we're not, he's not living that life. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, but he's a, telling the story. It's a depiction. It's, a, right. it's, a, it's therapy for him. Right. It's yeah. a way for him to, to get the stuff that he's holding on to out. Right. Um, and so I think that that's not only necessary, not just for him, but it's necessary for other people to watch other people doing that. Right. Um, but yeah, it's really different. It's really different than what I'm doing, right. obviously. Right. Um, but I think that it's, it's necessary for him and for other people to do that 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 work of just being artists, creative. I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. Let's so, talk about what's going on in the city. You got something? Yeah, so election, when's the, when's the election on? So there's a primary election in September. Mm-hmm. And then there is a... Um, the actual election in November. So how many how many how many people running for your position right now? 
It's just me and one other person right now. Fuck that other guy. It's, it's a, a woman. woman. Mary, <laughs> what's her last name? Oh, you gonna drop her name? Mary what? Then I'm not <laughs> oh gonna say God. F her. Ms. Shout Mary out Mary Mac. No, Mary, we just don't want you to win. Mary what? We Mary want. Tamer. We want. We Mary want. Tamer. We want. We want. Kendrick. Stop. Stop. You know. Look. We want. You know, somebody look, has look, to win. Look. They can't both win. We can't both win. Yo, look. You know I mean? Oh, you gonna on, say something? Like, you know I mean? Like, can I, can I get, can I, can I, you know what I mean? Can I Go do ahead. what I'm, you know what I'm saying? What I'm doing? My bad. You nah, right. You right. right. Nah, you right. right. You right. right. Go ahead. Mary Tamer. <laughs> 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 That's what you wanted to get on. <laughs> Yo, Mary well, Tamer, she live in West Roxbury, man. You know I'm from Roxbury, the West Side, but she, she don't, she don't represent what we represent. Um, I, and look, I don't want to speak for Kendra. This is not what Kendra said. Like, this is me, Charlie <laughs> Machine. You. I appreciate that. You know, your boy. You know what I mean? The voice of put the that, city. Put that disclaimer out there. The voice of the there. city. The voice of the city. Mary Tamer can never speak for me. But I'm going to tell you like this, right? Um, the people who, um, you know, when you look at certain political campaigns and the people who are like gang gang about the police, right? Cause gang, and gang gang is very... That that that's a very appropriate word for the police because they're like some of the biggest gangs nationwide, right? I don't you ain't gotta Ooh, agree with me, right? I like um, how you did but, that. Um, Gunshots for that, like, okay. yeah, yeah. You know my political views on the police. Everybody knows. If you listen to CWTFB Radio, you know where we at with it. But what I'm saying is this: I live in West Roxbury. I see the racial divide. I see what's going on. Um, and the reason why I, I, I connected with you about you running for city council is because I live in District 6, right? I'm in West Roxbury, and I have cops who are neighbors, and one specifically, no name, no blame, but you know, if you, if I, I, I know he ain't gonna watch this shit because he, 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 he don't even like his blackness. He Puerto Rican, but he don't, he don't, he don't want to act <laughs> he, like he Puerto Rican. I know those. Um, when I first moved to the neighborhood, um, something happened, <laughs> and it wasn't even like nothing crazy. It was a snowstorm. Mm-hmm. And I parked my car in front of his house. Mm-hmm. And he said, why, why are you parking your car in front of my house? The next time you do that, I'm going to get it towed. And I said, my man, this is before I had my parking permit for my building. And I said, yo, look, this is, you know, you know, the fuck? He's Situation, like, bro. Like, nah, this is residential. Why don't you park on that street over there? You know what I mean? He's like, don't think because we're neighbors, I have to look out for you. Oh, damn. I didn't do anything wrong but park my car. <laughs> right? And that set the tone for our relationship. Um, and I seen other things go down in West Roxbury. Like there was a vigil that there was um, like when, when the whole, um, you know, uh, uh, George Floyd died last year. Um, there was a vigil in West Roxbury and they had cops in riot gear um, and things of that nature ready for the worst. Mm-hmm. They were boarding up fucking CVS's. And <laughs> they were scared. And local businesses. Um, when in reality, it's like, dog wasn't it was a vigil mm-hmm. a non-threatening non-violent vigil um so that culture you know being there and seeing what's going on it, it's really disturbing and it's really uh frustrating um for for being a, a west roxbury native now we're well, not native but a uh, uh, resident um you know what do you plan on doing for, for certain things like that like if you become city council like how do you plan to steer that culture Yeah, I think that that's a question that everybody has. I've had like, you know, obviously we're in the middle of a pandemic, so everything that's happening is virtual, but we're having like house parties or meet and greets where people from the district can come and talk to me, ask me questions. And every single one of them, everybody has the same question. 
because everybody kind of like recognizes how different West Roxbury is from the rest of the district. The thing that I always like to tell people is that you don't want to paint your neighbors with a broad brush, right? You don't want to say like people like you live in West Roxbury. Right. You're not the only person like yourself that lives in West Roxbury. There's a right. lot of other people um, who feel the same way. If like there's one person who's willing to speak up, then that means that there's 25 <laughs> other people. <laughs> you know, I got some fucker even saying that means that there's 25 other people who feel that way or who had an, a, a bad experience in West Roxbury. And so I don't want to paint the people of West Roxbury. I think that the the idea and the vision that everybody else in the city has of West Roxbury is that there's like, you know, fully, super racist. Super racist. They hate niggas. They don't right? like black people. But I don't think that that's true. I think that there like are some people, people like that, but I don't think that that's who the people of West Roxbury are. And I don't think that's how the people of West Roxbury want to be known. The thing is, the thing that is, the thing that happens is that you know the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Right. So there's a lot of people who are very vocal about the how they feel. Squeaky wheel gets the oil. All right. My fault. You know. She got the political terms. <laughs> I like on the that. Drop, that's bro. good. On the drop. That's good. And so there's a lot of people who are kind of just like you know they're they they are louder right. than than the other folks. But there's a lot of people in West Roxbury that I've met. I've had lots and lots of gatherings over half a dozen with people that are being hosted in West Roxbury people are bringing their neighbors and they want to have a conversation about what we do about this and so the thing that I always bring up is that there's a lot of work that we need to do in terms of like the things that we can do at City Hall right like laws and policy that we can make at City Hall right. but a lot of the work that we need to do is just cultural work right it's with our neighbors right like you actually have to have a conversation with the people who live next door to you you right. have to build a relationship with the people who live next door to you right. so that you have some trust or at least some rapport to be able to have difficult conversations right. so that when you have different political views, it doesn't just completely tear apart your entire neighborhood because people are on opposite sides of the spectrum. Yeah. And I don't think there are some people who are ready to have those conversations. They say, yeah, I definitely want to talk to my neighbors who think differently than me. Right. Yeah. Like, let's even if we're not on the same page, we need to figure out how you know what I mean, how to how live gonna, together, how right. to stand together, how to be supportive of one another. Because right. I think that, you know, like the story that you just outlined, he's like, don't think that just because we're neighbors, I have to look out for you. I think that that it like we should. Have yeah, that's the whole, that's point. The whole point. Cause you are my neighbor. You are. You should absolutely. Let me see sugar. I am your neighbor. I think that we have to have a different Shit. a different posture towards our neighbors, even if they're different than us. And I think our posture towards our neighbors should be: you are my neighbor. I should look out for you, regardless of if we have different beliefs or not. And so I think that when you have experiences like that, what happens is that it turns you off mm -hmm. to trying to build relationships. It closes. It, it closes the door, and now it's like harder for you to show up in other places to kind of like be in relationship with people. And so I think that the city is changing. West Roxbury is changing. And I think uh, people are struggling to figure out how to navigate the fact that, oh, there are more people of color here, or right. there are more renters here, right. or there are much more people who are progressive here. Right. You know what I mean? It kind of turned into kind of like this close. And so people are just trying to figure out how to live together right. when yeah. we have we're, we're across difference and how to build community across difference. Right. And a, because Boston is so segregated, mm. most neighborhoods around the city, you're mostly around people who are like you, like you. Like yeah. who right. look, either look right. like you or think the same as you. Right. And I think that District 6 is a microcosm of the entire country mm. because we have really wealthy places in right. JP and in Absolutely. West Roxbury. And then we have housing developments I'm right, I'm like right. Romley and like, you know what I mean? And so we mm -hmm. have to figure yeah. out if we can figure out in district six, how to build community across difference with all those kind of people who have all these different opinions, then we can do it across the city. We can do it anywhere. It might solve <laughs> the nation's problems. We might, we might. I think that if we, if we can do some examples of what that looks like here, then I think that we, you know, we might be able to get ahead across the city. And I think that 
what that takes is leadership that's willing to have difficult discussions. And so for me, that's who I see myself as being. I don't think that the leadership that we have now was willing or has been willing in the past 10 years to kind of step into the hard conversations. Right. He's kind of been shying away from them, right. staying neutral, not having opinions in order to not offend one side or the other. You, you and hot. That doesn't get, it doesn't, it doesn't get us anywhere. You know right. what I mean? I think right. that if we're in conflict, then let's talk about the conflict. Let's right. figure it out. How do we get across to the other end of it? Right. And so that's really what I'm committed to doing. It's not because I agree with everything that people have to say or because our politics are similar. It's because we don't have another option. Right. We yeah. live in here together. We got to figure it out. Right. So, you know, let's one foot in front of the other and let's do it. I like that. I like that. I like that. She's so well-spoken. Thank you. you know what I mean? She's so well-spoken. She got a book with all these answers already. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we hey, came yo. ready enough. Bro. Hey, yo, She's look, like, this I, is it? Right. She's like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> I thought they had a fully loaded clip. Niggas ain't come loaded nothing. Yeah, I mean, but nah, um, but this is dope because I mean, I'm getting knowledge about because I didn't know what city council did. I didn't yeah. know what they contributed don't. to. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't know that any of it. Mm-hmm. You know, let's take a quick um, break to pay some bills. Um, shout out to the official barber of CWTFB Radio, which is Express Cuts Ten Dot Eighteen on Instagram. Express Cuts Ten. 18. He knows who he is. Your number one supplier for mobile haircuts. He will pull up on you whether you're at work, whether you're at home, whether you're at your baby mama's crib, your side piece crib, your cousin crib, your mama, your daddy crib. It don't matter whose crib it is. He's going to come through. He's completely COVID certified. He's going to keep you looking clean, fresh. Not out of details, does that, right? Yeah, you know. He's going to keep you looking good because look at my shit. My pop. I got the scum. You, know you heard it's a ten day old express haircut. cuts. Ten dot eighteen mobile mobile Word. service. Look him up on Instagram, Master Barber. You know what time it is. But back 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 back. I have to say that being across from you and looking at the shape up in person is not as sharp as you say it is. Yes. Are we recording? Are we? Yes. Gunshots. Is that the gunshot button? Gunshot. Yes. It's just gunshot. Nigga. Yes. That's what we need. You see that right there? Cause he he be feeling himself up here. My, my, my lineup's not fresh. That's why he get he it's makes. It's okay. You see how he makes sure all the lights point to him. All do the you, best lighting is on him. Do you, do you got beef with my barber or something? Like no, I don't, I don't know your barber. You like, brought up you what? brought up her opponent. Maybe maybe you're no just reason. overdue. Maybe you just maybe it's been a week. I he just got a haircut. Yesterday. You can also tell that he uses that that sponge, the sponge that they use to go like oh! that. Oh, yeah, what? <laughs> All right, it's not even a sponge. He's gonna Kendra. cut that part out. Kendra. No, no, Kendra, why? why no, this is it? this is it. You told me to be myself. This is fire. <laughs> why are you screaming it to the microphone? Oh my bad. Y'all. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. No, no, this no. I was like, my He's mad at me. Um, okay. Wow. <laughs> like wow I didn't, I didn't you'll do better next I time I, I, I believe in you I didn't know that you were gonna do the this the tennis racket to be honest it's this joint <laughs> <laughs> you funny nigga you funny nigga cause you it using works. that shit at the wedding it works though yeah, it works yeah, for you yeah, I'm not trying yeah, to get in between you and paying yeah, your bills look, people look. should it still work, it go works see for this you, dude just, it works for you it's a good it's maybe a, it's not him what you call it what you call it it's my unapologetically black hair and it works cause it makes them uncomfortable that's what he's about you know what I mean those uncomfortable conversations you wanna have he's he needs the nappy head for it. I feel like I I gotta I gotta be professional and still be a nigga at the same time. No, you know what I'm saying. When we talk about you running for politics, 
that's not a bad idea, bro. Because you be straightforward. Look, look, we needed Donald Trump, right? Oh, we damn. no, but wait. All right. But wait, real quick, real quick. We needed we needed Trump for little things, little things like because we've seen a lot more people who's closet racist and behind the doors hate. You know. Okay. Okay. I see right. What, I see what you mean. That angle, just that right. angle. Just like I, that I angle. think. Can I? I just want to. I want to add to that that I think that certain people needed Donald Trump to have that. I don't think that black people needed Donald Trump to know Ooh, that people were like. Enough. I think yeah, you know yeah, yeah, some yeah, of yeah. us right. already yeah, yeah, yeah. knew yeah, yeah, yeah. that that was what was behind the curtain. Yeah, right. I think some people yeah. who you know want to be supportive, who, yeah. you know, who are like oh they're just like oh no this is wrong. Yeah, yeah. They needed Donald Trump right. so that they could see what was behind the curtain. I don't think right. everybody. I didn't need Donald Trump to see what was behind I mean, the curtain. Because I've met some Trump supporters. You know what I mean? Who Look. who was close to us and we was on some like. <sighs> We was like, this is weird, you know, yeah. and they're Look, like, man, I'm not mad happens. at, I'm not mad at people for supporting Trump. Neither am uh, I. I'm, I, you know, I understand why certain people supported Trump, right? There, yeah. there was a lot of good reasons why they would support Trump, but um, as a whole, as a message, as the face of the nation, it is what it is, man. Like, and, and, and I see both sides, right? So I'm not wow. going to get too deeply into that. Because this, this is the thing about CWTFB Radio. We don't get political, man. Because we don't we know don't. nothing about we, politics. We, we don't get political. <laughs> we don't. Well, politics, this is the thing. You don't right. have to know. Politics is not just what happens at City Hall. Okay. Everything in your life is political. Right. Not, right. Everything in your life is political. That's you're a black right. man, you wake up in the morning, your life is political. Mm-hmm. If you're a white man and you wake up in the morning, your life is political. Everybody, yeah. like, politics kind of, like, informs your entire life. And so you don't actually have to know what's happening at city hall mm. to care about politics because right, politics yeah. like influence all I mean, they influence all of your life and so you do know a lot about politics you know about your life you know about the conditions in your neighborhood you know that housing is not affordable right. <laughs> you know that there's too much traffic so you know that global warming is ha- like this you, you know those yeah, yeah, are, that's yeah. all political stuff let's talk about that housing Right? Yeah. Does, does the city council have a, a hand in that yes like as far as like yep. how how affordable housing is yeah now what what do you plan on doing for affordable housing because you know, Boston is crazy when yeah. it comes to rent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, there's a lot of people that can't afford to live in Boston. I didn't know it's that. It's pushing a lot of people of color outside of the city. I mean, I yeah. knew that. Um, well, yeah, you know that because but- you live outside of the city. Yeah, that's a fact. My so, personal experience. So what I'm saying is it's like, um, you know, what what like how does how does how does your hand play in that? Like as a city, say you were elected, how do you do something different about that? So this is the thing with the thing with housing is that what you're seeing is a lot of development, right? Like mm-hmm. there's construction happening all the time in Boston. So you're sitting here and you're like, wow, all this development is happening. So how come there's not any apartments? <laughs> so the issue, this is the problem with housing in the city is that the budget, right? What we spend our money on mm-hmm. comes from taxes. Right. So a big portion, like super majority, like 75% of our budget comes from this development and the taxes that we get from these things. And so the difficulty is kind of like the cash 22 of it is that we need, we need to make money to fund the city. And so our mayor, because we have a very strong mayor city, um, it's kind of like in bed with developers. Okay. That's why there's so much development happening in the city. That's why Marty was that guy. He's just, that's, that's just build. I mean, the dude has like a $6 million war chest for like his political, like for his political account. Like, Oh, he's lit. He gets money from the police, from developers, from everything. He they they make Marty sure that he's Walsh all set. Motherfucking Martin. <laughs> they make sure that he's all set. Yeah. I think the issue with that is that we're building all of this construction, 
or we have people who are homeless mm. none the percentage of affordable housing in all of these new buildings mm. is like below what it should be wow right like there's not enough affordable housing and then when you have these income restricted units which is one of, i live in an income restricted unit you have to go through a nine month process wow to just be considered for a lottery. Wow. And then when they pull your name for the lottery, you have to go to a two a longer process to get all your documentation. And when Corey. I'm talking about documentation, yeah. I mean, they go back like Blood two type. years, <laughs> your credit score. Right. They, and and I have to do this every year. Every yeah. year, every we time want I the sign dirt my under lease, your fingernails, every <laughs> time I have to sign my lease, <laughs> every time I have to sign my lease, I have to recertify. They wow. comb through my bank accounts. And there if there is a deposit there that is not from my check, yeah. I need to get a letter from whoever sent me that money saying that they sent me that money and that it it is not, they're not paying me. <laughs> and they're not paying me for anything and that like I shouldn't expect more of this money. Like it's that it's intense. That's crazy. You gotta give like hair follicles. That's what it's like. And that Matter makes of fact, speaking it, of hair follicles, let's talk about how luxurious your hair looks. Oh, thank you. Look at sis. Look at the her. Dominican jeans. Yeah, you but know, you hurt. I, <laughs> but I say that because not only do we not have enough affordable units, the affordable units that we do have are completely inaccessible. Yeah. For somebody like me who knows how to navigate the system, mm. like there were moments where I was, they were like, "Hey, we need this document from you, and you have twenty four hours." Bet five minutes. <laughs> and if you don't get it to me in twenty four <laughs> hours, you're losing your spot on the list. That's crazy, right? And I'd be like, twenty four hours. Well, I'm at work all day. Right. And I'm like, you know, at this point, I was like, I'm pregnant. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I wow. literally was like, oh, I have to write this letter. Wow. I have That's to get this wow. other person to write this letter. I have to get it notarized. Wow. So I literally had like a friend who's a notary public drive to my office in Somerville. Wow. Notarize the letter that I wrote wow. and then drive me to the office where I needed to drop it off because they needed it in 24. Like that's wow. the level of thing. People don't do that. Nah, Who's going to be able to do that? Who can do that? It's completely inaccessible. My mom just Shout found out how to FaceTime. Shout out to it's, you being resourceful. <laughs> I, exactly. I'm like, Straight I have to be resourceful. Up. I know how to navigate it, but it's not accessible to everybody. It's right. just, it just, it's, it's not just not. And there's not enough affordable housing. And so what we, a lot of the issue with affordable housing is that we're not building like densely enough. Right. And so zoning is basically like how you decide what gets built where. So right. like if there's an area that's like built for commercial zoning, you'll go down there and you'll see that it's just business. You'll see businesses there. Right. And mm -hmm. if it's like a residential zoning, but you can do, you can zoning is like buildings that have multiple apartments in them or right. single family homes. Right. And so like a single family home will take up all of that space, wow. but it'll only be a single family home. Right. And so what wow. happens is that a lot of people who live in neighborhoods, when they're having like conversations around zoning, if they're building, being like, oh, we want to build a building here that has affordable housing in a neighborhood that has mostly single family homes, they'll say, no, we don't want that here. Mm. There's this thing called NIMBY, which means not in my backyard. Wow. And so people will show up to these meetings and they'll say that they don't want these, these, you know, they don't want this level of density in mm. their neighborhood. Wow. When really they're like, oh, these are affordable apartments. We know who's going to move in there. Right. You know, we don't want those people in our backyard. Right. Um, and so there's a lot of issues to navigate in terms of zoning. Something that Cambridge just did was that they did like an affordable housing zoning overlay for the entire city. And so there's stuff that we can do at City Hall to talk about zoning and to tackle zoning issues, to make sure that we're building, de that we're 
more dense mm-hmm. in areas where there's like trains. Right. So mm-hmm. like increasing the density in places where there's public transportation and so that we're building more affordable housing. Okay. I think the thing that we're looking for is that we want a diverse ecosystem of, of housing options, right? So like if people want to live in an apartment, if you want to live in a single family home, if you want to live in a building, if you want to live in a co-housing, co-op, you know what I mean? That you right, have right, right. all of those options and that those options are affordable. I think that there's not anybody who you're going to talk to who will tell you that they haven't experienced some level of anxiety about where they're going to live. <laughs> you know, what? Right. whether it be like, am fact. I going to be yeah. able to find an apartment? If I'm going to go meet this landlord, they're going to rent to me. Am I going to be able to pay? Like, Nobody should have, even if you own a house, it's not just renting. Even if you own a home, it, is, is something going to break? Right. How am I going to pay these taxes? Right. I need to clear these things out. Like even when you own a home, all of, like there is an immense level of anxiety around right. having a roof over your head. Right. And that, sh- that just shouldn't be the case. People should be able to say this is where they should feel confident about where they live. They should be confident that they, they should be confident that they're going to be able to stay where they live and they should be confident that they're going to be able to afford that. And I think another thing that we can do to that end is that we need more protections for renters mm. because people are just getting evicted left and right. And, this, you know, the state didn't extend the eviction moratorium. The city did, but only for public housing. They didn't do it for other people. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Right. You should be paying every single everybody's rent, commercial or otherwise. Right. <laughs> because, pay my rent. Because small business, my motherfucking small business rent. owners are also getting hit. Right? right. I don't want to pay rent. You want to pay rent, cash? Hell no, nigga. I, I barely pay, pay it, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> if you got it, you should pay your rent. I, I ain't got it. I ain't got it. I ain't yeah, fucking got I'm it. I'm making it happen. You it. understand? <laughs> if you listening, I'm just getting by, my nigga. You should lower it a little I bit. F- I ain't fucking got it. Word. But I, but you know what? People are moving. There's a lot of things that Boston is a college town. And so a lot of the people who are taking up the apartments here are people who are here in school and they're renting apartments. And so because of COVID, a lot of schools are remote. Right. So you're seeing that the rent is lowering because there's not like now the landlord, the apartments are not being filled. Yeah. Right. And so it's like the demand for it. But in any case, we're in the middle of a pandemic. One of the biggest economic downturns that we've seen in the entire country Show in years, in years, people have at risk of getting sick and dying. Right. People are at risk. People's jobs are just gone. They've literally just like disappeared. Small businesses are closing left and right. And even all of the processes for getting a loan for a small business, they're like so like they're so difficult. They're completely not accessible that people haven't even been able to apply for them because they're like, I don't even know how to do that. And last week, for example, I did a I've been doing small business walks. So I've been going to the main streets around the district and walking into all of the small businesses. Oh, and she introducing in the streets. Myself. I, yeah, she in the streets. We're in the middle of a pandemic, but I still oh, have to yeah. campaign. <laughs> um, and so we're having these like small business listening sessions. So I said, you know what? Let me go introduce myself. Let them let me invite them personally. Right. right? Because I want to hear about what's going on with small businesses. How are small businesses are like the heartbeat of the neighborhoods. Right. The people who live in these neighborhoods, they open businesses. And sometimes that's just a pathway to wealth building for right. black and brown families, yeah. especially in this district. Right. And most people are just like, I didn't get any help. Like, mm. we haven't received anything. We have no idea how to fill out. We tried to do the PPP loans. It was too complicated. I couldn't understand how to do it. I didn't know if there was, like, a phone that I could call to, like, mm. get support. So people were really feeling discouraged. They were like, we feel like we've been kind of just left out to dry. Right. And so there's a lot that we can do to also help renters and small business owners by making sure that, at minimum, rent is covered. We need right. to, ca- we need to, ca- I think we need to cancel rent nationally. Facts. Federal oh, I, like, I, like that. I like that. I like that up, nigga. I like cancel that. Rent, nigga. Let's hit, cancel hit all the buttons. Rent, hit all the buttons. Yeah. Cancel rent. Yeah. Kendra hits for the six. 
Yeah. Yeah. You like that. It's not just, a, it's not about just financial. It's that it's going to keep people, people are going to work and getting sick because they, we have not canceled rent. Word. And people have You're bills to pay. We You're can keep lying. people safe. You could literally be saving people's lives if you were just canceling people's rent. And if we have money for trillion dollar military budget, then we have money to send people money right. to pay their rent. We can cancel their I rent. Like we can cancel people's student loans. And we can make sure that people can afford to stay at home, social distance, not get sick, not get their family members sick. And we... Like, the, bl the black and brown community is getting hit hardest right. with COVID. We're dying at ex like exorbitant rates it's right. just it's ridiculous so we will be protecting people who are most vulnerable in our neighborhood so i think it's just a decision that we need to make and the city has the ability to act with a state law so even if the state doesn't the city of boston can still make decisions for the city of boston right and there's some things that we can be doing for them so i have a question that i want to talk about as far as like availability accessibility mm -hmm. um as far as like a uh, uh, uh city council goes right so yeah. you're a mother Right, you you have a a, a four year old son, right? Yeah, um, Zai he in the building. The Zai hey. Zai, what up, boy boy? <laughs> he in the building. Um, you know how how demanding is the job of being a city council, and how challenging would that be with you being a mother? Um, yep. Of course, yes, you have a husband who's who's very involved, <laughs> and yes. um, but at the same time, you know nothing beats a mother's touch and a mother's grace mm -hmm. and how mothers do things. So yep. like. Um, is that, do you think that would be an obstacle for you for being a city council? I mean, it's an obstacle right now. I think one of the reasons why a lot of people from our neighborhoods don't run for office is because it's completely inaccessible. Right. Running for office, just campaigning is a full-time job. Right. And I can't afford to quit my full-time job to campaign. So right now I'm working two full-time jobs. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, you're working two full-time jobs. I'm working two full-time jobs. Super right Dominican of you. Very Dominican. Shout of you. out. <laughs> so I work in two full-time jobs right now. Right. Mm. I'm going, I'm waking up in the morning. I'm working my day job. Uh, I'm doing campaign work during my lunch hour. Wow. And then I'm working until five o'clock and then I'm checking out and I'm at meetings until nine. Wow. Right. Like that's how my weekdays look. And then I spend weekends either doing small business walks, doing events on zoom with yeah. talking on the phone with people. Right. right. Like that's kind of like how my days happen. I think, for us, it's especially difficult because my son Zaire is autistic right. and he is doing school virtually. Mm. And not only is he doing school virtually, he's also doing all of his speech therapy, all of wow. his occupational therapy and virtually. all the other everything on Zoom. Wow. And it's it's everything right now is falling on my husband, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just like wake up in the morning. I'm in front of the computer. Shout out to him, I get up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I check up on people. Maybe sometimes I we're eating takeout right. <laughs> like just right. like and right. i'm and i and if if you know me for the people who are watching doesn't know me i spend all of my time in the kitchen yeah, yeah. if i could cook three square meals a day i could but i ain't no more phone but there's just there's just that <laughs> ain't no I, pollo there's pisado, no time man. there's, there's ain't no, no time. Bistec con coco. there's no time there's no time <laughs> ain't uh, no none of that and so i think that my family you know i think that i've made a commitment to kind of serve and wanting to lead and like represent my people, but also my family takes a hit for that. And so when I decided to run, it had to be a family discussion okay. of like, this is what this is gonna look like. You're gonna have to pick up more of the slack because my husband, you know, obviously I've already been working right. full time and kind of like out of the house and I do a million things all of the time. Um, and so we had to have that real discussion. And so I think that when I, if I get elected, when I get elected, when, no, when like, you get elected, yeah, word, not when if. I get elected, um, it's going to be similar difficulties yeah. because it's not just a nine to five, right? right. It's sometimes weekends, sometimes yeah. evenings, sometimes this, this and that. And so I think that those are the, those are the choices that you make if you want to be a public servant. Right. Um, and I hope that 
you know, in the future, my son sees <laughs> those sacrifices and the sacrifices of my family as, you know, the city is better right. for me. Right. right? And when for he us. gets older, right? right? My school, I'm having a different experience and a better experience at school because our public schools are different because of the sacrifices that I made. Yeah. Um, and so I think that, yeah, that that's really what my hope is. But it's gonna it's gonna be hard. It's hard. It's hard now, and it's only gonna get it's only gonna get harder. It's the grind. Yeah, that's just that's okay. how we're doing it. I like it. I want to ask you some either or questions before we close it out. Yeah, let's do it. You have any either ors? Because I, I got I got a couple. No, nah, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> you didn't prep me for. So we all know. know this nigga don't care well, about well, me. Well, well, we don't. We don't. I, I, look, this is off the top. That's what we do. Freestyle. Shoot, shoot you know what I'm baby. Saying? Red cups and Republicans, right? Oh, no, nah, hey. we ain't Republican. I'm actually a Republican. Slow down. How do you know? How do you know? How do you know? <laughs> it's like an STD. How do you know? For you got tested <laughs> to be a Republican? What's up? Your results came out? How much money you actually made? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how you know. <laughs> <laughs> I got to know. That's how, how do you know? know? I got questions, man. Like... What's up? Why, 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 why does why does being Republican have to do with the testament of how much money that you make? Because the way you laugh. I, oh no! I'm a Republican. Okay. I'm <laughs> being. I am currently being. In, this is. Uh, I never. I don't know how I ended up here. Now, I'm being interviewed by a Republican who lives in West Roxbury look, right look, now. And I'm black. <laughs> and I hate police. I don't know. I don't know how we got here. I and I hate that. Mary Tamer. <laughs> you do not know her. <laughs> She's my neighbor. <laughs> Mary Tamer, uh, if you're listening, <laughs> that is not how I feel oh, about you. Shit. Look, <laughs> it, look, look, look. Kendra's the only sober person here. Right. Oh, shit. This is usually red cups and rap. Um, I'm just saying red cups and Republicans because it starts with an R. Okay. Let's just leave it at that. You clearing um, it up for right? Let's just leave it at that. Just very Let's clear. just leave it at that. Who you worried right? about? Let's just, let's just leave it at that. All right. Either or. Great. I'm ready. Democrat or Republican? Mm, neither. Duncan's or Starbucks? Duncan's. Wow. Come on. In your face. This guy, bro, really? I swear. Really? I'm a Boston girl through and through. You can't tell me Starbucks. Okay, all right. He loves the strawberry refresher. Okay. Tell I him, bet right. you do. <laughs> I like the refreshers, but I'm not going to go with it over donkeys. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. <laughs> Yuka or Mofongo? Mofongo. You don't like Juca fries? I like Juca fries, but Juca Mofongo fries over everything. Mofongo has the pork in it. It has the garlic. The, okay. Yeah. Flat iron or perm? A flat iron. No perms. I'm all natural. Wig or lace front? I don't I know the difference. I don't, don't even know the difference. Wig or lace front? A lace front? Lace front looks better. I think it's a little it bit do? more natural. Yeah, it's like more natural. I don't know the difference. A wig has kind of like a hard line sometimes. A lace front is literally a lace front. It took me. <laughs> long <to figure> <laughs> I think lace front. I'm. A, I've never worn e- either, but okay. Um, yeah. Honda or Toyota? Honda. Very Dominican no, of you. Very no. Very You did that for the stereo. <laughs> He's trying to prove himself right. <laughs> He's trying to prove himself hey, right. Yeah, man. He's hilarious. This is funny. <laughs> Marty or Kim Jamie? 
Kim Jamie. Ooh. Shout out to the Jamie oh, family. Yeah, Shout out to Najee. Shout word. out to Kamisha. Good answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shout out to the Janie family, shout man. Um, shout out to the Janie family. Um, Kendra. Yes. This was awesome. Thank a, you. I um, appreciate it. I had a blast. I didn't think Me I was going to have this much fun talking to a politician. Yeah, yeah. We was like, yeah, how are we going to spice this <laughs> yeah, up? Man. Ah! Yeah, yeah, man. Man. But nah, You've never met a good. politician like me. So what made you want to come here? Because you know how crazy we get with how we go about yeah. expressing ourselves. So what made you want to tap in with CWTFB Radio? Well, first, I think that what politicians often miss out on is that they only go after the people who are like their typical voters. Right. They only talk to the people who are like the registered voters or the people that show up. And what happens is that they end up disenfranchising a bunch of people that could be supporters. Mm. And you're somebody who lives in my district. Absolutely. And you have a completely different audience than the typical audience that I would get if I'm having these events or being online. And so I think that... It's our responsibility to speak to and listen to everyone, right? right. And we're going to be making decisions. And so I wanted to, to come here and, and talk to a different audience. Right. So, right. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I respect it. it. You know, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm definitely grateful for you popping up here, showing up. And you'll um, vote for me. And I, we will vote for you. Thank oh, you. big time. Look, and your I, look, brother who also look, lives in West Roxbury. Look. <laughs> oh, shit. Your whole family. Get this, Kendra. <laughs> Don't you ever forget what I did for you. <laughs> 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 I I donated. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here. Gang, gang. You know what I'm donated, saying? brought me you know on mean? the show, hey, and hey, look, promised his, his look, vote. Nigga, shit. We voting twice if I could. Uh huh. You know what, now, you, you know what now, your next job is? We know right. scammers. You got, you we could, we you, could you have to talk stuff to your that cop box. <laughs> you talk to your cop neighbor. Who told nah, I'm not that talking to that. Nah, nah, we're not talking to that guy. You go to him and you say, hey, man. You got any stickers? running for office. You got any stickers? I don't have stickers. I'd put it all over his patrol car. Don't do that. Is that defacing government property? That is absolutely defacing government property. It's illegal and you should absolutely not do that. And, and then you're going to put sticker. her sticker on it. And there? not my sticker on it. You can put your own sticker on it. Put Don't send me to jail. I didn't He'll do anything to you. Did I do something to you? That man is minding his business. Don't put this. <laughs> Listen. You know it wouldn't be the worst thing I've ever done. No, it wouldn't. Absolutely not. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk. Maybe later. he was having a bad day. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he was having a bad day. I guess. But, all right. So tell the people how to vote, how to get involved, how to... You know, voice, you know, give themselves a voice. Yes. And get Kendra Hicks for District 6. Yeah. Pop it. You heard? You register to vote if you're not registered. Uh-huh. Find out what district you live in. Yep. You can do it on the government website. Put in your little address. It'll tell you where you live, who your representative are, so you can see what district you live in. If you're not registered to vote, register to vote. Mm-hmm. Because you can't vote for me if you're not registered to vote. The other thing is that the, pr- the primary election is in September. Yep. The general election is in November. Yep. So get ready to do that. You can give to the campaign by donating. You can go on our website. It's Hicks, H-I-C-K-S, for district6.com. Gang, gang. You can donate there. Any gift. We've had people give $2 to $1,000 as a part of their gift. So we really will take anything. It's a Uh Somewhere right there in between. Right in between. Closer to the two. two. (laughs) Nonetheless, it's coming your way. We're a grassroots campaign. You know, there's not, there's just... Word. Raising money, raising small amounts from a lot of people. We're not taking cop money. We're not taking developer money. We're not taking money from charter schools. We're not taking cop money. We're not money. taking cop money. You heard? <laughs> I like that. You heard? 
So there's a lot of people who are running who have access to those kind of resources, but we don't because we're not taking, you know, I think that it's not because we don't believe that there are police officers or people who developers or people who work at charters, you know, charter school special interests that don't believe in the same thing that we do is that in order for us to maintain the integrity of the campaign, we want to make sure that there's not any money from special interests. That's in the dope. Campaign. My wife um, teaches at a charter school. Yeah, I think that, you know people who some charter schools are great most of them are not but i think ultimately what i'm against is just privatizing public education we just shouldn't do that public education should be public education and if we put more money towards charter schools then we're taking money away from public schools i agree with that yeah so you can do that you can sign up to volunteer on the website too hicksfordistrict6.com again donate volunteer if you live in the district talk to your friends about me say my name say my name <laughs> and I when think everybody's around it. you when everybody's around <laughs> you um and I think for right now, that's pretty much that everybody can do to get involved. And show you got to show up. You got to show up at the polls. And Give me one of them signs. I want to be on the sidewalk. <laughs> All right. I want people one to more, One more, me. either or. Okay. Jay-Z and Nas. Jay-Z. Ooh, favorite rapper all time. No, not not of all time. We circled, we circled all the I way used back. To, you know, if you would have asked me ten years ago, I would have said Nas, but now he's just corny. He got like two Nas is well, corny. How's he corny? Oh, edit this out. He got real corny. I would have said Nas. We're gonna edit this no, out. Pete, let, let me tell you how much I let me tell you how much I would have said Nas. When you said the message earlier, I thought you were talking about Nas is the message. Wow. <laughs> That's how much I can recite. I was talking about beginning uh, to end Master from to that. I exactly, and I got that. But then first, I was like, "Oh Don't yeah, push damn, us. why you, you think that Nas I is corny right there? now? This is the thing. Okay, this nah, is what happens. Look, I don't even want to hear why. You nah, think let Nas me. Is corny. I gotta tell you because you asked me that question first, and I gotta answer all right, all right. it. Right? This is what's happening. At first, you get right. Nas comes out, you're like, "Wow!" Right? He's really spitting that knowledge. Still, he right? He wants <laughs> questionable. You want people to get, you know, spin that knowledge. And you're like, wow, this is so good. Jay-Z is doing something completely different than him. If you're looking at rap just as like skill, right? Like who can do X, Y, and Z. These are the skills that you have as a rapper. Jay-Z got Nas beat. Jay-Z can rap better Jay -Z, than Nas. Jay-Z is skill. <laughs> skill alone. Content, Nas was better. But now what's happening with Nas is that he dug his feet. He didn't evolve. He dug his feet too deep in the Hotep narrative. And now it's like outdated and stale. It's not, it's, oh, here we go. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. It's, no, it's not, that's like, good. No, it's like, that's good, but not now. Not now. Smush. All right. Word. So I, I gotta. I respect your opinion. Yeah, it's, it's what it is. I, I can, and I can go for, about music. I can go for. We can agree to disagree. You can be wrong. You've been wrong before and you're going to be wrong again. I'm never wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Drop bombs on you. Drop bombs on you. No, Don't do this to me. Yes. I... She's going to start a trend. Niggas <laughs> coming up here for your head. Oh, <laughs> Yo, this nigga's the, loving every second of it. The bro. roast. The, char the, the Charlie Machine roast. It be your old niggas. I'm going to host his roast. When we it's should do a roast. We should oh, do a roast. Oh, my God. We should can do, we a, do roast? a roast. My birthday is in September, so y'all can, 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 can. Are you a Virgo? I'm a Libra. Oh, oof. Yo, that would be. Scale. Yo, if the money so don't so add up, then a the nigga is. Yo, they're going to have to get a, get the Allegedly. cane to pull me off stage listen. if we do doing a roast for chips. Oh, I would. I you can, listen, you. if you want roast, then you can ask my husband about. Oh, I like the energy. All right. So, since you're running for, you know, a city council in Boston, last question, final question. Yep. And then we're going to bring this in for a Great. Who's the best rapper in Boston? 
who's the rep, the, the best, best rapper, rapper in Boston? Alright, so there's this dude who's yeah. been he's been doing it for like a like a long time, probably uh-huh. over a decade. Yeah. His name is Young Riot. Okay. Right, and he's from Dorchester. Yeah. And he's the, that's the best rapper in the city. He's the Facts. best rapper in the city, hands Facts. down. Facts. He's versatile. Yes. He got the wordplay. Yeah. He can do the fun stuff. He did yeah. it when he was on Amalgam Digital, and I really really love his music, and I think he's really evolving as well. Something that Nas Facts. didn't do. Nigga. So that makes him better than Nas. Facts, nigga. Kendra Hicks for District 6. Let's fucking go. Kendra Hicks for District 6. Kendra, you know I love you. You got my full support. You got our full support. Mm -hmm. He don't even live in District 6, but he's going to find a way. I'm going to get a fake address. We know scammers. (laughs) Nah, we're going to stuff the ballot box. You live in District 6. We we all live in District 6. We all in District 6. We all live at Chiz's crib. You know what I'm saying? There's like eight niggas in my apartment. All right? This is CWTFB Radio. We did something different this week. Um, I don't know how often we're going to do things like this, but I had to do it for my sister, for, um, you know, somebody who I share, you know, a lot of similar views to. And we share a lot of different views, too. Um, but I love this conversation. It was it was very um, real, candid, and it needed to be had. So um, Hicks for District 6. Red Cups and Republicans. <laughs> we out, baby! <laughs> Get on my nerves!